another edition of the Lakers Locker Room. I'm your co-host, Tejan Graham, and this episode marks the eighth installment of our Senior Send-Off series, where we dedicate each episode to graduating seniors from one of our respective Nipson Lakers sports teams. In this episode, we're going to be talking to two gentlemen who will be graduating from the men's hockey team. And coincidentally enough, both the last names are Brown. <laughs> so please welcome to Lakers Locker Room, Lucas and Tyler Brown. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? I'm good. You? I'm good. I'm doing great, too. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Just how has everything been? Like, I know the year is done now. Like, just how, ex- I'll start with you, Lucas. How excited are you just to be done school? Go ahead, Tyler. Uh, oh, sure. Um, it's definitely been a nice the, the last couple of months. I finished my last exams on April 29th, pretty much the last day. So, May's been a great month where I don't really have to worry about deadlines or anything. So I really haven't been this uh, this stress free in four years. So it's it's been great. Uh, I'll start my CPA again in uh, October or September. So I only get the summer off before I go to school again. But it's definitely been a lot of stress off my shoulders. So life's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it just feels so good to be done. Like I've said it before. Like just like you said, that weight off your shoulder. Like no more exams. Like no more assignments. Like. Online school is really tricky this year, so just really glad to be done. Like, that's what I felt this year with online, you'd think almost you'd have more time to do things. But I found this year I had like was the most time consuming year of all of my four. So it was kind of weird. Yeah, I just I found I had no time to do anything but like read and do work. So it was it was different for sure. But I'm glad I only did one of my four years online. I wouldn't have liked to do more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get right into it. So obviously 2020 was obviously a year full of unprecedented, you know, no one saw it coming, you know, the pandemic hit and all these social justice things happened. So Lucas, I'll start with you. Looking back at it now, what was the one thing that you took away from 2020? Yeah, like you said, there was a lot going on in 2020, but at the same time, so little, you there was so many restrictions and so little going on. Um, I think it was just more of a year that truthfully you were, you were able to kind of figure out who your true friends are in life um the ones that kind of keep in touch with you and stick around with you during obviously it's a tough time for anyone during this time so um I think yeah the biggest thing was just kind of seeing who those friends are and and cherishing those moments with those friends and I'm really excited things are obviously in the trend that things are hopefully going to start to go back to normal soon I'm really excited to actually um get back together with a lot of my friends that I haven't been able to see in the last little while. What about you, Tyler? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of think the same thing as Lucas, just kind of 2020 has really given me a good sense of uh, just being grateful for everything. Really like the first semester we were able to just practice. We couldn't play any games or anything, but just being able to skate, whereas a lot of other teams in Ontario and Quebec weren't even practicing at all. So like just little things, just being able to do anything, the last 2020 is just really cherish it like brownie said like just everything you got to do the people you got to spend any amount of time with just it it meant a lot more so it was kind of a good year for that i think yeah i think the and i said this before i think the beauty about the pandemic it gave everyone really time to self-reflect and just you know reflect on some things that they can do to get better so staying with you tyler you know what would you say you learned about yourself looking back after a year long you know with the pandemic what would you say was the biggest thing that you noticed that you learned about yourself during that time? Um, I, I think I, I gained, maybe it'll sound weird. I don't know. I just gained a lot of self-confidence myself just, and I think it came with, I interned with, with KPMG last summer, like in an auditing firm kind of thing. And it kind of gave me a lot of, of confidence that I can make it kind of thing. I can make a career for myself. And I, like they've hired me full time after this summer and yeah, just, it was just a year where I kind of put it all together and it felt good that I kind of have a a path going forward. So it just gave me a lot of self-confidence in myself that I never had before. So my life's been pretty good, all things considered. So I'm really happy that things worked out for, for, for me in my favor. Yeah. Another thing too, about the pandemic, you know, people were able to gain new hobbies. Cause I think, you know, as student athletes, you know, we're so busy on our sport. We're so focused on, you know, workouts and everything that goes around being a student athlete. So I think the beauty about the pandemic is that, you know, it really gave us opportunities to find new things that we could like, or new things, new hobbies that we can take on, you know, after school's done. So for you, Lucas, was there any new hobbies that you gained during the pandemic? I don't, I don't know if personally I got new hobbies, but 
I guess you could say I, I got a pandemic puppy. So I, I got myself a dog <laughs> this year, my girlfriend and I. So um, that consumed obviously a lot of my time. It was, it was nice because she, she's a nurse and works at the hospital in North Bay. So obviously it kind of worked out. We had wanted a dog for a while and it just kind of worked out that obviously everything was online this year. So I, someone was going to be home to be able to train that dog where obviously if it was a normal year, that really wouldn't have been an option. So um, yeah, so I guess it's not that I really picked up any hobbies, but um, just busy with that dog all the time. <laughs> what kind of dog is it? Uh, it's a mix between a chocolate lab and a short haired German pointer. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's nice. Full of energy. Damn. Okay. What about you, Tyler? Was there any new hobbies that you picked up during the pandemic? Uh, I'm kind of with Lucas there. Not, not nothing that is brand new to me, but I would just say last summer, just cause there was nothing else to do. I, I started to golf more like before I might've golfed like once the summer kind of thing, but actually it's like, tried it out more because there was nothing else to do like I say so I would say I've just I've played a lot more golf in the last two summers than I would have ever had in my whole life so that's probably the one that I would say I've just started playing that sport a lot more just because it's nice to do on a nice day you know the sun is shining you don't really have to exert yourself too much you're just walking around talking with your buddies so it's kind of a nice thing to do yeah I know every time I go Instagram I see a lot of people you know and never seen you know keep posting they're the golf range like damn like a lot of people doing golf like okay damn okay <laughs> <laughs> but uh, switching gears a little bit, you know, obviously one of the things that came along with, you know, the pandemic was unfortunately all of our 2020 and 21 seasons were canceled. So Lucas, when you found out that the season was canceled, you know, what was your reaction? Yeah, it was pretty devastating. Um, Cause you always like, obviously in the back of your mind, when you're going through your years at, at Nipsing, it's, it's in the back of your mind that this possibly after these four years are it. So it just, it was kind of disappointing not to go out on your own terms. Um, and so like, you never really knew, like our last game against Laurentian last year, it's just kind of a tough pill to swallow knowing that like, if maybe, I, I don't know, it's just tough knowing that that was your last game. You never knew that going into the game. It's just, it's, it's a tough situation. So um, obviously we made the best of it. It was nice to be able to practice and get together with the guys at the beginning of the year and stuff. But um, again, it was just disappointing. It would have been nice to have a season obviously and go out on your own terms, but um, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I think it just, it just it was just super crappy. Like, you know, you hope that, especially since we were able to come back like, and practice for a bit, so you're like, you're hoping like, you know, maybe there could be a season. Like I've yeah. said this before too, like, I think you guys will both agree. Like if they said, you know what, you guys could have a season, but there's no fans. I'm pretty sure we all took that in a heartbeat. Like, I, yeah. yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who cares what the fans like, yo, let's, you know, put, <laughs> you know, put the put the puck down the ring, you know, throw up the ball, like, let's go. Like, I don't think yeah, anyone really cared. Sure. So it just, yeah. You at the end, when you look back at now, you understand why there was no season, obviously because of the pandemic, but obviously, you know, you didn't want to, even if there was a season, you know, there would be so much things you have to deal with, you know, especially, you know, different hotspots, you know, you got to keep people safe, like all this different stuff that would probably have been too much to handle. And, you know, with us student athletes, you know, we're always, you know, we like to be loose, you know, we like to do our thing. And for some of us, that probably would have been a problem just because, you know, we have to be confined for that whole season like we can't be ourselves and that could affect our places so many different reasons why you can understand outside of the obvious that why there wasn't a seasons but hopefully like i said there's a season next year for you know the people that come back like myself and then hopefully you know people can for those who ended their season the way they didn't want to we're hoping that this past season was going to be the year they can redeem themselves or do whatever the case may be that they can get that opportunity this coming 21 22 season that's all you can hope for but um yeah for sure yeah seriously like it's just it was, it was, it was really, really stressful, but um, yeah, Tyler. So going to you, you know, talk a bit about how the team did last season and how were you, how was the team looking to improve going into this season? Um, I think it just every season tended to kind of go the same way for us. Like all three of my years that we were playing there, we started really, really hot. Like we would have great first halves of the year. And then just for whatever reason, whether new guys came in other teams or just we had some injuries or something, just the second half of the year never really went that well for us. So maybe it's Christmas break or, you know, something, something always would happen, but 
this year, I don't think it would have been, you know, we would have had a great start again. We had a good team with younger players, but like everyone could play the game. We had lots of speed. Like we would have just had to, to change our game from last year because we lost a few older guys, but we had some young guys that could have filled in roles and we would have been just fine. So it just really unfortunate. You never know. Like it would have been cool to, to play with <laughs> guys and build a relationship through playing instead of just seeing them for like 10 minutes at the rink before practice and then getting off and not seeing them again until the next day kind of thing so uh, yeah I, I don't know I think we would have been fine we would have been good so it's just kind of unfortunate that there's always going to be that what if really I think we would have had a good team yeah you know staying on that topic you know obviously every year coming you know there's always new people coming on the team you know people especially since you guys were the older heads you know you guys always take that leadership so Lucas I'll ask you you know this year was really different because we didn't have the locker room, so we didn't have the opportunity you know, to get acquainted with another, excuse me, get acquainted with one another, get to know each other and all that type of stuff. So for this season, you know, for you personally, how are you able to build you know, new relationships with the new guys for that short period of time we were able to practice? I mean, it was tough. Like, uh, like Tyler said, you show up to the rink 10 minutes before they expect you to be fully dressed when you get there you practice and then they're trying to boot you out of the rink in 10 minutes with your gear still on. So um obviously the use of a team group chat like with today's technology that's a given there's going to be a group chat with your team so I mean that was a lot of kind of getting to know people because you weren't supposed to be hanging out away from the rink you're trying to follow all the protocols that Nipissing put in place and Ontario's put in place so um it was good like it was nice I got to I did get to meet a few people and like it was really great but at the same time I I wish I could have got to know guys more. Some guys went home a little earlier than others. So I, I never had that opportunity to really, yeah, I got to introduce myself to everyone, but to really personally get to know guys, it was just a tough year. Obviously, again, there's some guys I made some friendships with, but then others, it was just, it was so difficult. And then again, things happened and stuff got shut down and, and you couldn't continue those relationships. So it was, again, it was just a tough year, but um, it's obviously trending in the right direction. It looks like next year there's, at least for sure you guys are going to be get like maybe not at the beginning of the year, but you should be practicing all year. And then hopefully at some point playing games again, and obviously those relationships will just grow stronger and build more for those guys. Yeah. Tyler, what would you say over this past season was the hardest part about building relationships with new teammates? Uh, I just, I think it, it's the time factor kind of like Brownie said, you, you really only, unless you put in more of an effort where, not everybody does it you know you're not always going to have the older guy that goes out of his way to to hang out with a first year guy outside the rink kind of thing it's just how it works out some people just stay with the older guys you never build that relationship so I think that was the hardest part you just you didn't have the time to to meet up with guys and actually get to know them like you really only talk to them on the ice or for five or ten minutes before before going to to on the ice so you don't really get to know the real them like you can't really sit down and have a beer with them on the weekend or whatever, like to, to actually get the real, to know the real them. You just know them as the hockey player. So I think that was, that was the toughest part, just not having the time to actually get to know them outside of the rink and get to know who they really are. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a really fun part of the process, you know, being a student athlete is that, you know, when you're on a team, you get to meet all these different people. You get to learn about, you know, different cultures, different backgrounds and all that type of stuff. So it really gives you the opportunity to evolve, like really make long lasting friendships and, you know, Stay on this topic, you know, one of the reasons why we called this podcast, myself and Jason was not here at the Lakers locker room is because I think you guys will agree with me when I say this, you know, all the best conversations as student athletes come in a locker room, you know, that's our time to, you know, be ourselves, have the conversation we need, do whatever we got to do, like, it's our time. So with that being said, you know, Lucas, obviously playing a team sport like hockey, over your years at Nipsey, talk about how vital the locker room was for building that team camaraderie, which ultimately led to success in the rink. Yeah, it was bar none the best time of the day like regardless of how practice went or the game went um obviously post game if it if it didn't go well it wasn't fun but when it went well like there's not a better time in the world than after a big win or something and you're in the locker room with the guys celebrating it's that's something that obviously as athletes you lose when you when you walk away from your sport so it's tough but um yeah those are moments that I'll always always cherish throughout my entire hockey career and um yeah just the guys we we had the pleasure of playing with throughout our career at Nipissing like <laughs> yeah. there have been some hilarious moments in the locker room <laughs> we just will not talk about but are absolutely awesome and memories I will never forget 
Um, you know, one of the things that we've really talked about myself and Jason with the other teams throughout this whole senior send-off series is, you know, accountability. So obviously as you go up in the age, you go up in the ranks, you know, from first year, second year, third year, fourth year, especially when you get to that third, fourth, fifth year, you know, even if you're not named as leader, you kind of naturally take that leadership position because you've been there for some time now, you know how the system works, you know the coaching staff, you know the routine, you know the area. So you're kind of automatically put into that leadership role, even if you don't have the C on your jersey. So with that being said, Lucas, I'm going to ask you first, what is the most important character trait to have to be an effective leader? I think just the ability to do whatever it takes on the, on both on the ice and off the ice for your teammates. Um, and that, that doesn't always have to be even hockey related, obviously on the ice, you want to be able to give your effort and, and put your body on the line or whatever that looks like. Maybe if you're a scorer, you go out and do your job to your best ability. If you're not a scorer and you're a penalty killer, go out and block shots. If you're a hitter, go hit. But at the same time off the ice, just being a shoulder, like some, some, somebody for someone to lean on when they need it. Um, guidance, obviously, just like in any sport, there's going to be times when um, guys just aren't feeling it. And they're and like, it sucks when you get in that spot, when you're not feeling confident in yourself. And I think being a leader is just all about being a good teammate and being there for your teammates. What about you, Tyler? Uh, I think a lot of it, is the word accountability. I think the best leaders hold themselves to a high standard and they hold everybody else to a high standard too. But you can't just, you can't bark at other people when you're not holding up your end of the bargain. So I think a lot of it is leading by example, like doing the right things when you have to. And if you're going to hold other people to that kind of standard, you got to do it yourself. It's like same thing with any business. Like if your boss doesn't do any work and just like doesn't communicate well with you and is always chirping or whatever, like you're not going to like them. But if you walk in there and you see your boss like coming in early, staying late, being supportive of everybody, like you're going to want to work a lot harder for them. So I think that's just the same way with everything. Like you want to see the person doing their best that's telling you to also do your best it's a lot easier to to do your best when someone's like leading you along so i think that's a big thing is accountability for sure yeah and i think also going to the accountability you know is you have to let others hold you accountable too so basically when you're a leader you know it's it's very easy for some people to always automatically think you know that they're at the top they can't do no wrong because they're the leader and everything what they say goes but i think it's really important sometimes for some leaders to know that listen there might be times where you think you're not sock enough, but you are. And I think it's really important if another team who's not the leader and say, hey, you know, you're socking off for now. Like, yo, we need you to step up. Like, you're a leader. Like, what's going on? I think it's really important to allow them to let you hold, let, let them hold you accountable rather than saying, you know, you're not the leader. Why are you talking to me? Shut up. Like, I'll tell you what to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes people, as you know, when they're growing to be leaders, you know, they think, you know, whatever they say goes and whatever happens, you know, is like, I'm responsible for everything. So I think it's really important, like you said, to like accountability is important to hold others accountable as the leader. But I think what's more important is that you let other people hold you accountable when you need it the most. And I think that when people can see that vulnerable side of you and realize that, you know, you're, you're just, you're still a member of the team, like you're not above everyone else. I think that's when the team really flourishes because they realize, you know, we're all a team, we're on the same level, like we're all you know, one team, no one's here for, you know, personal business or personal goals, wherever the case may be. Like, I think that's really important to take in. I, for anyone listening to this podcast who is a leader or, you know, who's trying to be a leader, just make sure that you always hold other people accountable as your job as a leader, but make sure you never lose that vulnerability to a point where you don't think that other people should hold you accountable because you can always learn something. You can always get better and you can always be called out when you think you're doing, working hard and you're not. So that's really something to take into account. Um, yeah, switch, yeah. So switching gears, you know, when you're coming into university and then you're leaving, you know, that whole four, maybe a five-year process, that's a really big transition, you know. You come in as an 18-year-old kid, leaving as, um, you know, as a 20-plus, you know, man. I know for hockey, you know, you guys come in as a little bit older or even some CJEP guys who come in in their 20s. Like for our team, you know, we had some rookies last year who were 21 coming from CJEP, so that's a different process. But Lucas, I'll start with you. From your first year at Neighborhood until now, what has been the biggest thing about you that has evolved? I don't know. It's it's just, again, like maturity. You come in, you're, you're 20 years old. You've been playing junior hockey for four years. You really haven't had to have a lot of responsibility. You were living, yeah, you were living away from home. So that was responsibility in itself, but you're living at billet houses. You have people taking care of you and, and whatever the case is, you come to university, it, it's time to take care of yourself. And 
And at the same time, you're still trying to take care of your brothers that are on your team with you. So I think a lot of it's just maturity and being able to, to handle that different situations on your own and not always having maybe a family there to lean on. And now you're kind of expected to, to do it yourself. Or if, if you're living with other guys on the team, them help you or whatever the case is. Um, so yeah, I think maturity is probably for me personally, the biggest thing that's changed, um, especially within the last couple of years that you start to realize like, okay, this hockey dreams coming to the, to an end, you got to start thinking about what you're going to do in life. And obviously not everyone has that figured out right from the, from leaving university, but th those wheels start turning and, and what your future want and what you want it to be. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I look back at even not, not the way I acted when I first came, but just <laughs> different, different things that happened and I wouldn't change anything and it was awesome. But yeah, just, just the way I even view situations has definitely changed. And I think it, again, that just comes with, with age and going through different scenarios and you just become more mature in the process. Yeah. What about you, Tyler? Yeah, it's, I'd, I would just piggyback on a lot of what Lucas said. For me, it would be just, I would say confidence and maturity again, same as Lucas, just you really grow up like those four years I found just when I look back for sure that those will be the four where I'm like, okay, I really turned into the person that I am. And I grew up when I was playing junior, like you're like 16 to 20. So you're, you're still just a kid. Like you don't, I just found time went by fairly fast. You're not really, I wouldn't say you're not present, but you're not really thinking about things as deep as you, as I would now kind of thing. Like I, I just, the last four years, I really, like Brownie said, when you come in your first year, like looking back on things that we used to do, it's like, I, there's no way I would, you know what I mean? I'd find myself in the same kind of situation now, but we had a ton of fun. And I think that's why university is so great. You can, you can do whatever you want really. And at the end of it, you come out as a, as a better you, I would say, like you just grow up, you, you understand what you need, who you are, what you want to be. Uh, yeah, I just, I can't say enough about my university experience. Like I really, I really enjoyed it and I, I'm happy with where I am after it. And, uh, yeah, uh, it was great. I just grew up and got a lot of confidence from it and matured like Brownie said. Yeah. We had this conversation last week on the podcast. So I'll ask both of you guys this question. Would you say the fact that you guys were able to go away for school attributed to you guys maturity faster or more efficiently rather than if you stayed home and gone to school? See, Brownie would be able to touch on this better than I I am because <laughs> I actually live in Powassan, so 20 minutes down the road. I just, like, I got a place with my girlfriend this year, so my first three years I lived at home. So <laughs> I, I had it actually pretty good, but Brownie might be able to touch on that better than I could. Um, I think it did for sure. I can't speak for everyone, obviously, but for me it did because – God, I'm from Nova Scotia, so I, I left for junior when I was I was 17 in New Brunswick, and I'd only really stay here for the summers, and I've, for the last eight years, I've pretty much only been here in Nova Scotia for like two weeks over Christmas break, whether that be from junior hockey season or from university hockey season, but just being all around and going to different places and then spending four years in Ontario just has given me a really good perspective, and I've met a lot of people, so you kind of if you just stay in one spot, you don't really branch out and kind of understand a different type of people. So I just, I've been, I've been fortunate enough to have opportunities in tons of places. I played in Alberta, I played in Ontario, New Brunswick, all these places. So I, yeah, it's definitely sped up my maturity, I think. And it's just given me a great perspective on, I don't want to say the world, obviously, but just on Canada and how other people act and, and where you fit in. So it's given me a, an appreciation for, for my hometown, for sure, in Nova Scotia. So I definitely wouldn't have had that had I stayed here the whole time. So I think for sure it definitely speeds up the process. And I, I wouldn't change it looking back now. I'd do everything the same again. Yeah, like I said, this on another episode too. Like my dad had a term, it was called stucky. So basically stucky means that you're stuck in your ways. You know, you don't allow yourself to grow. And I think the beauty about going away from home is that it gives you the opportunity to grow. Like, you know, if you're always at home and, you know, stuff happens, you know, and your parents always, your parents always bail you out. It's like, are you really going to grow? Because you didn't have the opportunity to, you know, figure it out for yourself because eventually there's going to have to come to a point, you know, where you're going to have to move out of your parents' house, you know, you're going to have to go on your own, you're going to have to make mistakes. So I think having the opportunity to go away from school at a young age, like for me, like, you know, in my first year going to Nipissing, I was 19. 
So, you know, being a 19 year old kid away from home, like it was really good for me to, you know, learn and make mistakes, you know, meet new personalities and just really have the opportunity to, like you said, um, Tyler, you know, broaden your horizons, you know, expose yourself to new things and just really grow. And I think if and I said it before, and I'll say it again, if anyone listens to this podcast, if you have the opportunity to go away for school, do it. It's a great opportunity. Yep. It's a great experience. And you're not, and it's great to stay home. Like I'm not, it's, it's not saying it's bad. Like, you know, Lucas stayed home. Like it's not a bad thing, but if you really want to have the opportunity, you know, to travel, you know, broaden your horizon, see different things, there's no harm in going away for school. Yeah. There really isn't. Yeah, sure. I agree with that. Uh, but it's all context, like you say. If somebody has a great situation at home and and they there's really no point in leaving, then I can't bash them for that. But I don't, I don't think people go can go wrong. You know, if you're further in your life with education, it, I don't really think it matters where you are. That's just a good decision for yourself. Exactly. Um, this question, you know, some people have struggled with it. Some people have had quicker answers. So if it does take you some time to think about it, it's okay. Because it's a loaded question, but it's not. So Lucas, I'll ask you this first, you know, looking back at, you know, your whole career at Nipissino, what does it mean to you to be a Laker? I'm going to have to think about that one a little bit. Um, <laughs> well, it's tough. Like you, you put four years together into one thing. It, it means a lot. Um, I think it's just a lot of pride becomes with being a Laker. I think that um, whether that be at the rink, at the hockey arena, in, in the classroom, in the community, you, you always have to know, especially I'm from the area and I know it's, it's a small town and word gets around pretty easy. But like when you're walking around with a Lakers logo on your chest around town, say you're going for going to burger world for breakfast or whatever the case is, or you're going for Boston pizza for a couple beers, people know who you are. And, and if, if you're a bad egg, like word gets around fast. So I think just taking pride in, um, having showing that honor and, and respecting what being a Laker is, I, th I think um, is, is very important. So yeah, to me, I, I think just it's, it's pride to me. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, what does it mean to you to be a Laker? Uh, it means a lot to me too, man. Uh, I really enjoyed my time in Nipsing. Uh, I loved playing university hockey. Uh, being from such a small town in Nova Scotia, like looking back in like 20 or 30 years, I'll be able to say I played against McGill, like Western, big schools like that. It's something I really cherish. It's really cool. Uh, I got to keep one of my jerseys when I left. Like I've got it in my room. I'll, I'll always have that. Like I really, yeah, I can't, I just can't say good, enough good things about Nipsing. Like it, like I say, I, I grew up there. It gave me a lot of confidence in myself that I never had before. I met so many great people. I had the absolute privilege of playing with great guys great players playing against great players big schools like it, it just it does mean a lot like looking back over the four years it went by so fast but it was an absolute blast and I really wouldn't change very many things about my four years there yeah for any anyone who's listening to this podcast right now who's going into your first year or the first years right now who didn't get the opportunity you know to really have that student athlete experience Lucas what advice would you give for them to be a successful student athlete based off your experience? I think just enjoy every moment. Um, always when the lows, when, when you're having lows, don't get too low. It's a cliche, but you, yeah. you kind of got to ride the wave. Don't get too high and don't get too low. It's you're going to, you're going to look back on these memories and have them forever. And you don't want to don't take for granted the time you have there. Just um, slow things down when things you feel like things are, are moving too fast, slow things down and just enjoy the moment. Don't think too far ahead. What were you talking about? Uh, yeah, for me, I would kind of just say the same thing. Uh, just make time for everything. Like, don't get so bogged down in deadlines that you can't go have fun. And don't get so bogged down in fun that you can't make deadlines. Like, there's a happy medium to, to have a great <laughs> university experience. And everyone can do it. You just have to time manage. And... I yeah, like like I say, just don't take it so seriously. Like I remember I was ready to quit accounting in my second year because it got it was getting hard and like here I am. I stuck with it and at the end of the four years, like I'm gonna have a job kind of thing. I think 
it everyone goes through it you you get tested and you 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 know what your resilience is by the end of the four years and i think that's a big part of the the growing process too you, you learn what you can handle and what you can take and what you're capable of and i think that's the big thing about university if your first year just don't get discouraged just keep battling it because it's going to be worth it in the end so just don't get too down about things and uh enjoy yourself like lucas said there's there's so much opportunity especially in north bay to to have a good time and make great relationships with with people you always stay in contact with so enjoy every second of it like, as cliche as that sounds but it, it is a great chance to have four really fun years of your life so find that happy medium between deadlines and fun no i totally agree with both of you like i think the most important thing too is you know someone said this on the first episode of a senior send off series you know four or five years goes like that like you think you know you come in and think oh you know i have four years and all of a sudden it's your second year then okay i got three more years and by the time you you look up you know it's senior night you have the cap and gown on you and you take grab pictures you get your degree and you're done you're like yeah like it went that fast so like especially you know going into my third year especially having this year gone like I've, I've really appreciated more and more. Like I'm really looking for these next, my final threes. I'm really going to take that advice, you know, just really enjoying the moments. Like being a student athlete is like an opportunity that not many people can say they have in their lifetime. And I said this before in the last episode, you know, being a student athlete has a five-year limit, you know, but the friendships and like the relationships that you make don't have a five-year limit. So really take that time to, you know, enjoy the opportunity, make the relationships, you know, open yourself up and just have fun. Like it's it's hard. University is not easy, but it's uh, being a student athlete. It's a lot of fun. So like you said, just enjoy the process. Like it goes by quick for anyone listening. Like take your time and just have fun. Like it's yeah. it's, it's a yeah. lot. Of but now that you guys are graduating, I'll ask you first, Lucas. What does the future hold for you? Well, there's been a lot. It's it's been kind of crazy last. Uh, honestly, the last whole semester I've been in process with the OPP I applied to the OPP and I want to be a police officer that's I took criminal justice at Nipissing so um, and I did a lot of volunteering and obviously um, took on different leadership roles in different areas and I, I got the opportunity now I'm at the Ontario Police College actually now in my little pod here so it's a lot of exciting times ahead I'm here for I'm now heading into week four of this I have I have to finish 12 weeks here at OPC. Then I go back to Aurelia for an additional eight weeks. And then if I'm successful and obviously all my training, then I get to uh, go off with my coach officer and try, try to be the best police officer I can be. So um, <laughs> in some exciting times for sure, and some, some nerve wracking times, but um, I'm pretty, pretty excited with my future. Yeah. I wish you nothing but the best for us. Good luck. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. For you, Tyler, what's the future for you? Um, well, I I I've been hired by by KPMG starting in October in an auditing role, and uh, I'll just be a staff accountant uh, working towards my my CPA, my Charter Professional Accountancy. Uh, that's like thirty months, so it'll be a grind the next two years. Like I say, I'll start school again in, in September, and it'll be it'll be pretty heavy for two years, but. But after that, it'll be worth it. So it's exciting time, kind of like what Brownie said. Uh, you're just trying to shift your focus. You know, the last four, four to eight years was all kind of like focused on hockey and achieving things at that. And now it's like you got to shift your focus to achieving things in in your career and and moving your life forward in a different direction. So it's been a bit of a a whirlwind last couple of months, and maybe Brownie's kind of felt the same way, but in a way it's also been nice to to get away from always having to to be doing something sport related whether it be practice or in the gym or you've got a game to get ready for it's kind of been nice to press the pause button on everything and not have that i don't want to say stress or anxiety but always be thinking about the next game or or you got to be great today at this or whatever it's kind of nice to to just be able to be you and and do the little things every day so uh, in a way everything's been good i'm excited for for the future and and what it holds really yeah seriously thank you guys both for coming on and sharing your stories i really appreciate it so now we're getting to our quick hitter segment so it's the part of the podcast where we ask our guests a question and answer it as fast as possible so jason's not here in this episode so i'm running this <laughs> so i'm just gonna go to order my screen so lucas you go first tyler you go second every question i ask you guys will both answer the same question okay sure okay Okay, so Lucas, first question: Who's your favorite musical artist? Uh, Alan Jackson. Okay, Tyler. The Eagles. Okay, next question: So Lucas, artist or song on repeat? 
God. Chattahoochee. <laughs> no. Are you serious? Well, I, I'm going to go with the Alan Jackson themes. That's, yeah. <laughs> that song? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'd probably say One of These Nights by the Eagles. That's a good tune. Okay. All right. Next question is for Lucas. All time favorite album? Oh. I don't know. That's tough. Like, you want me to answer these questions fast? Then. Uh, let Tyler go. I don't know. Uh, that's tough, man. Uh, probably Graduation by Kanye West. That's a really good album, man. Like, that's got so many good songs. Like, I would probably say that. Yeah, Heartless, Good Life, Can't yeah. Take Me, Good Morning, Sick Tunes, Champion, Homecoming. Oh, it's a nasty song. I like I, I like that choice. Yeah, Lucas, you got to answer now. Sure, I'll just say like High Voltage by ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. God. Okay. All right, you guys should probably get this one quicker. So next question, Lucas, who's your favorite athlete? Right now, not that they're looking too hot, but I'd say Austin Matthews. Yeah, okay, so the time of this recording is it's May 30th. So yesterday, you know, the Leafs lost. <sighs> my brother got, my brother was pissed. Like, my brother freaking slapped the table. Like, because, you know, we're, at least they're really about to give up a 3 1 lead. Like, are you, oh, are you serious? Man, I'm here at the police college. You're in pod, so I have eight pod mates, and two of them are from Montreal. So you can just imagine how this series is going here. Every like, you're really busy all day, but like we just look forward to that game at night. And yeah, I've been they've been giving me the gears pretty hard. So there's a lot riding on this here. Yeah, hopefully, like I said, at the time it's recording, it's May 30th. So tomorrow is the big game. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, the Leafs are in the next round. If they're not, not to say anything. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Tyler, who's athlete? Uh, I pro- I'd probably say LeBron James. Uh, I don't agree. You know what I mean? I don't love everything he does. I, I don't think he's a god or anything like that. I just think in totality, his career, what he's done is just, it's probably like watching Michael Jordan in his prime too. Like just, if he's in the league, he's going to go to the finals every year. It's pretty cool. Like not a lot of athletes can say that. So I just think he's pretty dominant. He's slowing down now, but I think he's been pretty dominant over the last 18 years. So it's been pretty cool to follow. So it's been, I've been pretty hard on him since... I'm gonna say the 2016 finals there. I think that was pretty much when I was like, wow, this guy's pretty pretty awesome. So I'm gonna start watching him more. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron's my favorite guy. My all-time favorite player is Kobe. But yeah, LeBron, like LeBron's my screen saver, so. Respect. Yeah, LeBron's my guy. But uh next question. So Lucas, last show you binge watched. Last show I binge watched? Uh I wanna say Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. Tyler? Oh man, binge watched. Uh, probably either I don't watch a whole lot of TV to be honest, just a lot of sports. But probably Breaking Bad or Stranger Things. Whenever they come up with a new season, I'll watch that pretty much straight. But other than that, and just fam- Family Guy, probably Family Guy or American Dad. I watch a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next question: If you could spend a day with someone dead or alive, who would it be? <laughs> God dead or alive i don't know like i'd probably go somewhere deep like a a nelson mandela or something like that like someone who's actually had a huge positive impact on the world i think (laughs) i'll say that okay answer tyler yeah that's a really tough question too um oh man really put me on the spot (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Oh. He's just going to say okay. No, no, no. That's foolish. Uh, maybe even like the former president of their FDR, like Roosevelt. He was really good. He, he saw, I think it was through the Second World War, he was the president. So I think he'd have a lot of cool things to say and would have gone through a lot of cool things. So I think I'd probably choose him. Okay. All right, this is a personal one for me, and hopefully, and Jason's not here, so if you guys are the other way around, he's not going to criticize me. So, Lucas, do you like pineapple on your pizza? Pineapple? Yes. Absolutely not. <laughs> Thank goodness Jason's not here. Tyler? 
Yeah, no, no chance. There's. <laughs> thank goodness, thank goodness, Jason's not here because Jason would have gave it to me. Crap. Okay. <laughs> I already know I lost this one, so he's not here too. So, milk before cereal or cereal before milk? Cereal before milk. Yep, cereal before milk for sure. Okay. You what? You would put milk in first? Yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah, but I, it's a question. Many people must do that, I feel like. As weird as I find that is, people must do it. <laughs> wait for it to meet someone. But, uh, <laughs> next question. Lucas, what's one thing people don't know about you? Uh, I most people know I'm missing a tooth, so I'm not going to say that. Most no, people don't know me anyway. No. Um, I'm a pretty good baseball player. Okay. Like growing up, like what was I? Yeah, I played quite a bit growing up. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Tyler? I guess I would just say that I can I can juggle. I guess not many people would probably know that. So. Okay. Pretty boring, <laughs> but it's an answer. Not boring. I think it's pretty boring. <laughs> uh, next question, Lucas. What's your favorite movie? Uh. Probably the Batman one, Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rising or whatever it is. Pretty good movie. Your favorite? Don't even don't know the name of your favorite movie. <laughs> it's a <good> movie. <laughs> it's yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, uh, what will be Tyler? My favorite movie is Interstellar. I hate Matthew McConaughey, but that's my favorite movie with with no without a doubt. Like he's he's so good in that movie. I hate him and everything else, but that is a wicked movie. Okay. All right, next question. Uh, Lucas, what's one skill you wish you were good at? One skill? Yes. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of things I need to add to my toolbox, I think. <laughs> um, so th is this supposed to be hockey related or anything? Anything. Anything you want. Hmm. One skill in life. That's tough. Um, I, I think you can always just be more of a people person. And I think in, especially in the profession I'm going into, um, I'm really going to need to, to be a good people person, being able to listen. And I think I do a good job of it, but I think it's something you can always get better at as well. Yeah. What be you, Tyler? I'm going to go in a different direction and uh, I'm going to say I wish I was good at basketball. It's my favorite sport and I am absolutely trash at it. I can go with, I can go out with no one in the gym with me and I'll shoot like 20% from anywhere, man. It's not good. Like, I wish I was better because I love it, but oh well, I'll keep battling. Yeah, that was, that, that was one of the things when I first met you in my first show. I was like, yo, you, 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 you really like basketball. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Same with some of the volleyball guys, like they love basketball. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. We can be friends. Uh, yeah, I just, it's a great sport, man. It's fast. It's, I just like the NBA because there's so many storylines. There's a lot of stars. There's a lot of pressure on pretty much everybody every year. So, yeah, I don't know. I just like it for the, the sports talk radio and all the storylines that go with it. it just kind of draws you in. Yeah. So, the good thing about basketball is it's like that one sport that anybody can play. Like, it doesn't take much to play. All you need is, like, to get a basketball and just get a hoop. Yeah. Like, that's what I love about basketball. And since right. Tyler didn't like my answer with Dark Knight, I'll say my favorite movie is Lawless. The one with uh, okay. Tom Hardy and Shia LaBeouf. That's actually probably my favorite movie. Okay. It's a good flick. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question. So usually Jason answers this question. Ask this question. So this is the first time I'm going to ask this question. So I'm going to try to explain the way he does it. So say you're in an alternate universe, okay? Same you, you know, different universe. If you weren't playing hockey or you weren't going into a profession that you're going into, what would you be doing? Good question. Um, different, whole different universe. Well, Hopefully I'd be, have some more tools in my toolbox that I don't have now. Maybe, I, maybe I'd try to be super smart, be an astronaut or something. I think that would be pretty unbelievable. <laughs> what would you tell uh, I'd probably, honestly, I'd probably try to go to school for psychology. I think I find people really interesting and what makes them tick or like how, yeah. why they think the way they do is really interesting. So I'd probably try to learn more about that. And I don't know if that would lead to working in psychiatry or whatever but i just i would like to learn more about why people are the way they are so i think that'd be pretty cool yeah we have a lot yeah. of people. i'm in psychology at the moment that was that was i just i'm going next year i'm switching to business but when i went into going into psychology my first year it was the exact same reason why i went in. i wanted to see why people act the way they do so 
Yeah, a lot in common. I honestly thought you were gonna say I want I was I would be a basketball player. Like, That's what I was thinking. Well, I I mean I wish I wish in an altered universe if I was six foot six and actually could handle a ball, I'd probably try to, but I don't know how how lucky that how, how what are the changes that would happen. I mean Isaiah Thomas is five nine, the men averaged thirty points for one year, so I know, I know. That was a great year, but he hasn't done anything since then, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But all right, final question. So, Lucas, if you had the chance to go back in time and tell your 18-year-old self one word of advice, what would it be? One word. One word of advice. Enjoy. What were you tell So it doesn't mean one uh, like a little phrase, like just any any word of advice. Yeah, I, I would just for myself, I would go back and just say say confidence and and don't sweat the small stuff. Like I just used to freak out over the smallest details and always thinking I've got to be perfect at this. I've got to have all this right. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. So a lot of the stuff I used to worry about never really ended up mattering at all. So I think I just tell myself to just do your best and forget everything else that happens and just work on yourself, you know, like don't stress about everything and just enjoy, enjoy things more like Lucas said. Yeah. yeah. This, this is not a quick hitter, but I'll just ask that, you know, we talked a lot about teammates today and all that type of stuff. If you were to describe your teammates in one word, how would you describe them? Fun. <laughs> yeah. Fun. If I had one word, fun. Yeah. I, I had a ton of fun and got to play with a ton of <laughs> hysterically funny people. And yeah, I had a lot of fun. So I'm gonna stick with that. What you uh, I would say I would I would use memorable as the word. Uh, just like Lucas said, just had a had the pleasure of playing with some great guys that we're down to earth. We're funny. Like I made a lot of great friends in Ipsing from the hockey team that I'll always keep in contact with. So, uh, yeah, I would just use memorable because I had a lot of fun there. I've met a lot of great people. Yeah. Well, I got a surprise for you guys. So obviously, you know, you guys didn't have the chance to finish it the way you wanted to. So some of your teammates wanted to have the opportunity to say goodbye to you guys. So check this out. The Browns and Campbell, thank you for everything you've done for this program. Best wishes moving forward in your careers or your new pathways in life. It was a pleasure working with you three. I want to wish good luck to Eric, Lucas, and Tyler. Uh, you guys have been absolutely great teammates for the, for the years I've known you guys. And um, I will miss you guys for sure. Thanks, guys. Soup, Ty, Brownie. Thanks for showing a young fella how to behave my first year. It's been a pleasure playing with you boys. Take care, best luck, and what's next, boys? Hey guys, I want to congratulate each of you on your success at Nipsey University as student athletes. And of course, wish you nothing but success in your future endeavors. All the best, guys, and remember, keep your stick on the end. I'd like to thank Lucas, Tyler, and Eric uh, for all the years I've spent with them with the Lakers, and uh, wish them good luck in the future. Good luck, guys, keep in touch. I'd like to congratulate Eric, Tyler, and Lucas for graduating this year. Uh, boys, it's been a pleasure playing alongside and studying with you guys. Um, wish you guys the best of luck in your future careers. Hey boys, just a quick uh, word here from your guy Louie. Um, it's sad to see you guys go. I know you guys didn't want to end off the year like this, but I just wanted to say that I'm proud of you guys. Um, you guys were a big role model for me when I came in here, and uh, I have nothing but good things to say about you, and the best of luck going forward. Love you boys. Peace. Soupy, Brownie, Tyler Brown, uh, it's, it's been a pleasure playing with you guys. Uh, it always will be to me. Uh, we appreciate all the leadership you guys have portrayed throughout the years. It's definitely rubbed off on all of us. And uh, good luck wherever the road takes you next, but I'm sure you guys will excel wherever that is. Um, thanks again, fellas, and good luck. Hey boys, just Colby here. I wanna congratulate you guys on your graduation and, and I wish you guys the best in your future. Um, I wish we had uh, another year to play together and make some more memories, but unfortunately we don't. Um, I know you guys are going to do do well in the future and succeed, so I wish you guys the best. Brownie Brownie and Soupy, keep your stick on the ice. AT Brown, Lucas and Soupy, I would like to personally thank you all for making me look really good and practiced over the, over the past two years. 
and uh, you know for blocking shots for me in the games and you know and all around really really being a good guy in the locker room and and around school so so I would like to personally thank you guys for this and I want to wish you all the best of luck in everything you're planning to do over the, the next few years and in your future careers good luck guys I'd like to congratulate our four seniors that we recognize and that will be moving on from us this year uh, Lucas Tyler Eric and Drake uh, all represented the student-athletes very well. They worked hard on the ice and in the classroom and they were very respectful at, at all times. I'm very glad that all four have found employment in the future and will be moving on to their new vocations here in the, in the fall and I wish them all good luck and it was great getting to know them. Hey, what's up boys? Here's your boy Gail, um, Supi, Lucas, Brad. Uh, I'm just hopping on here real quick just to let you guys know that you guys were a tremendous teammate, really good role models on the team. Uh, I wish you guys the best of luck in all your future accomplishments. Um, I wish we had a time to play another year together, but you know, things happen. Anyways, you guys take care and uh, let's stay in touch. Thanks for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Dejan. Yeah. Wow, that's wicked. No problem. So, Lucas, I'll give you the final word. I mean, you got okay. No questions or what? <laughs> yeah, you got last last words. Anything you want to say? So, teammates. Oh, just, yeah, just all my teammates that I've had in these last four years. Just thanks for all the great memories. Um, I love all you guys. Um, I'm I'm never gonna forget my times here, and uh, good luck to everyone else. Hopefully, you guys that are returning have a, a great rest of your career and find success in your future. What about you, Tyler? I, I just say the same thing to, to anybody that, that hears this, that I played with over the last four years, or even had just met over the last four years. Like, thank you for being a part of my life, making my life better, uh, being, making my life fun. Uh, just had great teammates. So thanks. Thanks everybody for, for all you've done for me. And, uh, I won't forget anybody. Let's keep in touch. If anybody wants to reach out, I'm always down to have a conversation or catch up. So uh, if you're in Nova Scotia, look me up because I'll probably be here for a while. So uh, yeah, just thank you. And yeah, I, I can't, I'm just so grateful for my four years there. So just a, a massive thank you for me to everybody that made it special. And although they're not here, I just wanted to quickly give a shout out to Eric Campbell, Drake Lindsay, along with you guys. You know, thank you guys for all you guys have done in Nibbissing. You know, congratulations on graduating. I know you guys didn't get to end it the way you wanted to, but hopefully that video gave you guys some type of closure. And I just wish you both and those other two gentlemen nothing but the best in your future. So good luck to you both. And that's a wrap on another edition of the Lakers Locker. I want to thank both Lucas and Tyler for joining us. You can find the videos interview on YouTube and listen to the full interview on all pocket streaming platforms. Thank you both again. Thanks for having us, Tejan. Yeah, thanks, Tejan.